Hello everyone, welcome to Screen Screen. I'm Viola. In today's episode, we're going to talk about two new movies that are exciting. And at Top 007, let's just random chat. And actually, one of the newly released movies we're going to talk about today is a classic re-release. So first of all, let's listen to the introduction of that movie. Confessions, a psychological thriller of a grieving mother turned cold-blooded avenger with a twisty master plan to pay back those who were responsible for her daughter's death. Manami wa kono class no seito ni korosaretan desu. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is a Japanese movie which was released in 2010. It is a thriller. But from what we heard in the introduction, it sounds like that the protagonist is a vigilante, the mom. She's a teacher, and she wondered who killed her daughter. This is a course of blood for blood revenge, starred by a Japanese famous actress, and it was actually adapted by the novel of the same name. So the novel itself was very popular. And it was adapted into a movie. Actually, the director's previous works were touching dramas with colorful visual images. But this time, he decided to challenge himself to use images with cold tones to describe a bloody avenge plan this teacher plans to do on her students cruelly. In the beginning of the movie. We will see that in a classroom, students are very noisy, but the teacher doesn't really care. She just goes ahead and tells everyone that her daughter's death wasn't an accident. She was killed by her classmates, and of course, after her announcement, all the students are panic. But at the same time, the teacher actually already started her avenge plan. And the truth of The teacher's daughter's death is what we're going to find out in the movie. The teacher then quits her job after this confession to start her avenge plan. And according to people who have seen it, there's twisting ending, so it's going to be very unforgettable. Besides the exciting plot, you can still enjoy the music and the score of confessions. All the songs. Were produced by Japanese popular band, along with songs by the London band the XX and a Japanese idol group AKB48, River. So the movie itself is full of visual and audio impacts. If you love thrillers with suspense like The Confessions, or you're just somebody who loves Japanese movie, The Confessions is the choice for you this weekend. And now we're going to talk about another new exciting movie at the theater this weekend. Operation Minsk. During World War II, two intelligence officers used a corpse and false papers to outwit German troops. So we're going to play a humiliating trick on Hitler. <laughs> we have to convince Germany that our target is Greece. Wow, our second new movie is a war drama. There hasn't been any war drama for a long time, and now we have one. It's a story of making up stories. It's adapted from a history work of the same name, but it's not a real story. Of course, there's some percentage of real story, 
but not all of them are real World War II stories. Certain parts are just estimated or guessed. But just because most of the family members of the characters in the movie are still alive, you can feel the authenticity of this movie. But if you think Operation Mince Meat is that kind of war movie with a lot of action scenes, then you're wrong because it actually talks about trust war. It's a kind of war that you can't really see. It's not about battling, winning, losing, or killing people. Those kinds of public wars. We heard in the introduction that the stories about two British soldiers deceived Nazi Germany with a corpse and some fake papers. I personally don't fancy war movies, but if I'm going to watch Operation Mince Meat, there's only one reason. Because it stars Colin Firth. Nowadays, it's kind of like the icon for any war movies related to British. Like the Kingsman series aren't really about wars, but they are stories related to that background. And now he just represents a kind of ideal agent for British. So I'm not sure if he's a general or captain or whatever rank he is in the movie. But I'm pretty sure he's going to be very handsome and convincing in the movie. So either you like war movies and you've been looking forward to it for a long time, or you're a fan of Colin Firth. Operation Mince Meat could be the choice for you this weekend. And now is the time for some chit chat about movies on the chart. Before we enter Top Double Seven, as usual, I'm going to lead you through. What we had from last week first. Top three: Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. There were two movies which were top two: Morbius and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Top one was The Lost City. And now let's listen to what we have from top seven to top four this week. Top seven. Father's Tooth. What brings you here? And I figured no better place to be discovered than this. Thirty years of virginity can make you a wizard. Otogi banashi wa itsu datte. Maho ga toke. Top six. Incantation. Nimen shanshin chufu ma. Top five. The unbearable weight of massive talent. We got another offer. It's a million. Top four. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. What's happening? Okay, quick version. Wow, it's a little bit crowded from top seven to top four this week, because we have two top sevens. One is Father Stew, which is not planned to be released in Taiwan. It's a movie stars Mark Wahlberg. So if you like him, maybe when this movie is on streaming or on TV, you can check it out. And the other top seven is Thirty Years of Virginity Can Make You a Wizard. It's the Japanese movie we talked about a few weeks ago. It's a boy love comedy. So if you like this kind of movie, you can go watch it. Top six incantation. I think I already mentioned last week that I think maybe everyone who actually dares to watch it already saw it, and that's the reason why the ranking dropped. But anyway, it's still on the chart. So if you are interested in horror movies, since there aren't many recently, you can go watch Incantation. Top five: The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. 
I talked about it last week or two weeks ago, I forget. It's kind of a nostalgic movie for all the works Nicolas Cage has ever done. I remember I used to watch a lot of his works when I was little, like Con Air, Gone in 60 Seconds, and the National Treasure series, etc. This movie is basically made for fans of Nicolas Cage. So if you like him, you will find a lot of Easter eggs when you watch The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Last but not least, from top 7 to top 4, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is back on chart the second week. I don't know why, but I guess a lot of kids would love to watch it or die-hearted fans. And I would like to watch it for nostalgic reasons. This is part of my childhood. Alright, now let's move to top 3 to top 1. Top 3, The Lost City. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's sexiest cover model, Dash McMahon! Top 2, Everything Everywhere All At Once. What's happening? I'm not your husband. Top 1, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. We're here to see Albus Dumbledore. That would be my brother. Whoa, we have some changes from top 3 to top 1. First of all, top 3, The Lost City. We've talked about it several times. It's not that kind of super good movies that you would recommend your friends, but it will give you some good laugh. So it really is what people need under the influence of COVID-19. Top 2, Everything Everywhere All At Once. This movie is critically acclaimed. I should say it's a little bit beyond expectation. Nobody expected it to be so successful. But it's not only funny, but also meaningful. And it dives into the concept of multiverse. Many people think that multiverse is something that Marvel invents. But actually no. This concept existed a long time ago. It's just because DC and Marvel finally found it lucrative in recent years. And that is why they kept making movies related to multiverse. But Everything Everywhere All At Once is talking about multiverse and it's about family and the core value in a family. Something funny related to this movie happened in Taiwan recently. It was about the subtitle translation. Yes, Everything Everywhere All At Once talks about philosophy a little bit. But the concept and the wording weren't difficult at all. But the translator of this movie used very complicated ways to explain it in the subtitle and he even created something that people wouldn't be able to understand. Thus created some controversy. I don't know whether it's a good marketing strategy for this movie in Taiwan, but at least a lot of people are discussing about it. Since it's so good, I really think I should watch it. But I'm really trying to avoid unnecessary visits outside of my house due to the outbreak happening in Taiwan right now. So I don't know, maybe I won't watch it until it's on TV. But I do recommend it and I think it looks very funny. Our top one this week, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Again, this is a movie I, well, this is not a movie I should watch. It's a movie I want to watch 
because I'm a Potterhead. But since this one isn't as good, I just skipped it. I don't know if I haven't seen it three weeks after its release. I might just not go see it. Talking about Fantastic Beasts. Actually, the original actor of it is a trending topic recently, Johnny Depp. He was casted as Grindelwald in the movie, but because of his domestic abuse trial, he was switched. But recently, if you have been following Hollywood gossips, you will know that the trials between Johnny Depp and Amber are crazy. So we will see. But Grindelwald is no longer the same person. And that's all the time we have for today. Hope you like the show. And remember to tune in same time next week here at Screen Screen. I'm Viola. See you next week.